Welcome to the Sports Grocery Podcast. Welcome to episode three. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Hope you were able to make it through that uh, horrid Detroit and Chicago game in the early noon. And, uh, you know, to be quite honest, we really have to uh, take a look into this NFL Thanksgiving tradition that's having that they keep having Detroit play every year. Uh, but before we dive into yesterday's game, I'd like to introduce to the Sports Grocery, our co-host for this episode and possible future episodes, none other than Cousin Tony. Hey, Jay. Thanks for having me, man. I got my uh, I got my cola, uh, can of cola champagne ready and uh, my bag of chips, so uh, let's do it. There we go, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Pretty good, pretty good. Sat around most of the day and just vegetated on the couch. Um, I guess we'll get into a little bit of the, de- the details as far as the games go, but um, overall, pretty pretty nice time. No, for sure. That's that's good. I uh, I was with my wonderful sister yesterday, her brother-in-law, uh, my brother-in-law, sorry. He happens to be a big Chicago Bears fan, so he had to sit through, well, I guess a victory for him, late game field goal. Uh, but getting more into that, how do you feel about Detroit having to be on Thanksgiving every year? Do you think they have to change it? Yeah, like, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I love the tradition of, I mean, I sit there from noon kickoff till, you know, that. 8.30 game, yeah, sometimes I make it through, sometimes I don't, but I mean, and I, and I actually like what they're doing with the night game now, where they kind of try to do NBA style, and you know, try to match up two teams that look to be pretty decent on paper. It didn't turn out to be that way, but... Well, the late game's you know, fairly new. Yeah. You know, I, I believe it always used to be that CBS and Fox, that one thirty or 1, 1 o'clock, 4.30 game. Right. I believe, but... I'm getting pretty tired of seeing Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they haven't been relevant, man, for a long time. Uh, you know, you go back to the Barry Sanders days, and even those teams, I mean, Sanders was great, but those teams historically stunk. They were okay. You know, you had a little bit of the Stafford Megatron. But, I mean, they just and, – and, quite frankly, the, the fans of Detroit could probably use, use the break. You know, every year they're getting up. And spending and wasting their Thanksgiving just seeing their team either get smoked or just be in, in, in a pretty crappy game. So yeah, I mean, paperback I, fans. Yeah, yeah, paperback yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah for Hello. sure, man. <laughs> yeah, but I, so, I, yeah, mean, I look at it this way: they like seeing the Detroit Lions every year on Thanksgiving. Just reminds me of that wrestler that you watch nowadays. And you're like, he's still coming out. <laughs> like you see Bill Goldberg come out, and you're like, Goldberg's still here. <laughs> But somebody's got to start the show. <laughs> I mean, so, but I mean, you like, know. The Lions are the Bill Goldberg of the NFL on Thanksgiving. That's how I see it. <laughs> Who's next? But Dallas, though, Dallas happened to make up. Well, Dallas and the Raiders game made up. Yeah, that was a good big game. Big time for that, uh, that bad 12-30 game. And once again, Dallas is being Dallas. <laughs> you know, this is a... Uh, We'll get into that, but sticking with the Thanksgiving theme for a couple of minutes here, they try, like you said, they try to put out a good primetime game, kind of like the NBA. But for me, that Christmas, that slate that the NBA puts out, and you can even argue NCAA football on 
New Year's, New Year's Eve, they put out some good games. Where, why can't the NFL do that? Yeah, I, 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 well, I think part of it is just the, the parity in the league, too, where you just, I mean, you get teams that are one year look great, and then the next year it's just, you know, a totally different atmosphere. Heck, I but mean, you know what you're getting with the Lions. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, the thing. You like, do. you know what you're getting yeah, with the Lions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean and I, they do try to pin, you know, Dallas, you know, this year was the Raiders. I'm not sure who it was last year, but they do try to feed Dallas some solid opponents. Yeah. Solid, you know, teams. But to me, the NBA slate is a hell of a lot better than what the NFL puts out. Now, are people just watching the NFL because it is football? Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah, they're going to yeah. side with, no, 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 Thanksgiving has the better slate. Yeah, well, I, well, I mean, I watch just because it's football. So, I mean, it, it, even if Detroit is on there for the next 30 years and I'm around for the next 30 years, I'll be watching Detroit play at, you know, 12 o'clock. So, but, I mean, ideally I would like to see something changed, you know, just 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 change it up, man. But, I mean, may, maybe they owe the Fords a lifetime commitment to the Thanksgiving game. You know, who knows? The NBA slate for Christmas Day, 12 o'clock, Hawks versus Knicks. Nice. 2.30, Celtics and Bucks, which... That'll be I okay mean, by it, then. It'll be okay. It should be a decent game. It just seems like Boston this year... Is it is it a new coach? You know, Brad Stevens' first year out. Are they getting acclimated with this new coach and his style and his system? Uh, I think the Bucks run away with that easily. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the Bucks are kind of spinning their wheels right now, too, so we'll see. Five o'clock, Warriors and Suns. Nice. Running gun, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> the Warriors. Well, th- those are the top two teams in the West right now. Golden State and Phoenix. Phoenix, I believe, okay. is, I believe they're on at 10. Nine or ten game winning streak. Wow. So Phoenix is hot right now, no pun intended, but that might be the Western Conference Finals preview. Hmm. Come April, come June. Yeah. Eight o'clock, Nets and Lakers. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I mean I, I, get t- I can tell by that by that that the uh <laughs> I get it, it. It, it. Is it both the Nets and the Lakers? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Both. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Both. Yeah. I'm just uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I get it. Yeah. That's the matchup the NBA would like to see. You think LeBron uh, throws anybody else out? No. You know what, though, about that? Like, it, I actually did see, um, and I don't know if it's confirmed or, or, or whatnot, but someone uh, on Instagram said that those fans were kind of saying stuff about his kids and stuff like that. So, I mean, I I get it. Um, I just know or I would tend to believe that Michael would never – like he would just, if anything, maybe walk by and crop dust them, you know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like Give you know, yeah, yeah, you know, he he gave him the satisfaction that that they got in his head, and and he's LeBron after the fact said it, you know, it wasn't that, but you know, it just he said I guess a line was crossed. So is there a fine line? Yeah, as a fan, yeah, as a fan for sure, for sure. I mean, come on, man, like just you know, cheer your team, boo the other guy, you know, w- within reason, but you know, yeah, I, I, you know, you don't have to be overly idiotic okay so no that 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 that's fair to say i mean and you know you brought up the comparison of jordan would never anytime lebron's name is mentioned on something like this 
or similar to his killer instinct, his whatever it may be, Jordan's name is thrown in there. <laughs> it's kind of like the AEW, WWE thing. You know, do do you need do you need to mention Jordan when LeBron is? The comparison's always going to be there. I mean, sorry, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Is that what the media? Big that's brother, what the media portrays. Big brother, little brother. It's just going to be that way. Because we can never really go back and say. I mean, it's different eras, obviously. And, oh know, yeah. You know that that's a rabbit hole we can get into in another time, but which we will. Uh. I don't have an issue with the way LeBron handled that the other night. And, I mean, I like the way he did it, though. Oh, yeah, to, to point them yeah, out. To and fucking like, go right yeah, to yeah, him yeah, and yeah, say, yeah, yeah. boom, four yeah. or five. Yeah, yeah, that's four, yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. four and five. Four and five. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, take the walk of shame. Right there, and, and, exactly. You know, hit the brick. Exactly. Yeah, that, that was, Which is yeah. even more embarrassing. When you got to take that walk of shame, <laughs> I mean, Tony, you and I, we, you know, we referee high school games, and we've been in situations where fans have – said absurd shit whether to us or whomever and we've had to have sure four and five you go yeah you know so <laughs> but those are and the night ends with Dallas versus Utah which should be an entertaining game you know I don't think <sighs> Utah is actually one of the few teams that plays during the regular season and I mean like they're trying to like play every night like they they you know they're not taking many nights off. They're playing defense a, a big part of the season. Like you know, what I mean, so they I, I give them credit for that. They're a know? solid team, you know. And and to piggyback on that, you can say the same for Denver. You know, you can say the same for Phoenix. But I, I agree with you. Utah is one of those teams that for four quarters you better play. Yeah. You know, they're going to go out there and play. Back to last night, Dallas. Is this is this typical Dallas? Uh, well, I mean, because after that ten, that week one game with Tampa, they went on a six game win streak. That and you know, as Philly fans that you and I are, we kind of tipped our cap to them and say, you know what, we may have to yeah, eat shit a little bit and give it give it up to Dallas. But they're one in their last four, one and three in their last four. Yeah. Well, I mean, yesterday I'm not going to blame them too much. I mean, they. They actually did come back, and they didn't have their two top wide receivers. So, I mean, that's something to kind of, you know, take note of. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> here we go again. I, I don't know. It, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I will say, though, man, dude, Micah Parsons. The guy's that kid, an animal. That kid, man, he is, he is something else, man. I, I, I saw him play in high school, and it was a man amongst boys, and now he's, he's doing it in the NFL, you know, first year out. So it's it's nice to see that man. I mean, nice and not so nice, you know, as an opposing fan. But yeah, I mean that that kid's a problem. Michael Parsons out of Penn State. Your thoughts on that uh, whole <laughs> ten year extension that uh, Coach Franklin got, Mister James Franklin? Yeah, um, it's funny. He uh, if he can somehow figure out how to win games in the fall the way he wins the recruiting battles and, you know, maybe they can, you know, make some noise, but it's just, it's one of those things. I'm like, geez, you look, LSU, Cans coach O, USC, Cans, their coach game one and, and Penn State's rewarding this guy for years of mediocrity. I mean, yeah, he, he brought him up, but now it's like, dude, how long is this going to go before, you know, you keep, 
He recruits very well. Oh, excellent, excellent, excellent. Every every year he's up there. But then you know you 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 get those big boy games and he folds like a lawn chair. Penn State seems <laughs> to be good when they dominate the line, and I just feel like, I mean, I'm not a Penn State guy, but from the games that I've seen, it just seems like they can't dominate the line like they once did. Now, granted, they haven't won since the Paterno era. Uh, I want to say '86. Oh, it's been a long time. You know, yeah, I mean, I was it was their last national championship? But even that, that's a long time. But you can also say the same about Notre Dame and you know Michigan as well. Which tomorrow, yeah, Michigan and Ohio State are yeah, playing I mean, the big one, and we'll get into that. But Micah Parsons is dominating on the defensive side for Dallas, kind of similar to what uh, Chase Young was doing. Yeah, you know his rookie year for Washington, and, and you know hope he gets a speedy recovery because. You know, although he's in a, a divisional rival for the Eagles, you still want to see yeah, the best of the best out right. there. You know, um, but what does this mean for the for the rest of the league? You know, it, it just seems like there's no dominant team. Any given week, any given week, which is actually what the NFL wants. You know, what I mean, parity. You know, it's it's they that's what they want, and the system's set up that way. And and you know, here we are. You know, you got Kansas City who look like crap. A few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then, you know, then they're now look to seem to four in a row, if I'm not something mistaken. Something like that, you know? know. Then you got Buffalo who throws up a couple stinkers, and then you know, last night they looked like a house of fire, like Buffalo did. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know, and any given week, so you know, la- it's definitely going to be last man standing. I agree with you. I think um, it's going to be whoever's hot, either going into those playoffs or right. Keep an eye out on on one of these wild card teams too. You know, I don't know if I want to be the team to sit a week. Yeah, I know that might be a little weird, but I don't know. It 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 just it all depends. Heck, the Rams are they look like world beaters, and they're a wild card team mm-hmm. if the playoffs started today. Yes. So you know, it's just and look at Cincinnati. Cincinnati was they started out a little hot. Yeah, cooled down a bit. But it, I think the NFL is in a good place right now where you have these. You know, you say the saying in NBA, these small market teams are stepping up. Right. You know, the Nuggets are stepping up. The Wolves are playing well. Chicago's, you know, these 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 kind of small market teams. Um, but the NFL is similar in that same position where Cincinnati's playing decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to say Cleveland, but. Yeah, they're kind of, I, they're, I don't, they're kind of backing up now. They, you know, you talk about night and day. That's. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. You no, and I don't know. know. Is it they throw a lot of a lot of onus on on Baker? Well, I mean, hey, but he's not the only player on that team, you know. Yeah, uh, but when you're making commercials, you're going to be the guy that everybody's looking at. I guess when you so. live in a stadium, you should know how to play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, it just doesn't seem like they're the dominant team this year. And I mean, I've saw. Some comparisons of maybe we may see a Tampa Bay New England Super Bowl. What are your thoughts on uh, that, dude? The NFL would, Goodell would, would just love, like love upon love upon love it. I mean, the ratings would be insane. Who would love it more, Goodell or Portnoy? <laughs> definitely, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Definitely, definitely Portnoy, especially <laughs> if he could watch the game with Goodell. But, He's definitely uh, not going to watch it live. He's definitely got, definitely not going to be at the Super Bowl. I mean, just. <laughs> but New England, again, it's one of those teams, and I just find it odd that last year was Brady's time, and 
Belichick is flying like the Patriots always do. Yeah, under the radar. Under the radar, slow and steady. And at the end of the year, this year, 11-12 wins. Yeah, I mean, he's... That dude, he just... He's he's special, man. I mean, I get Brady got it last year and all that stuff, but um, you know it, it's uh, it's it's a team effort, and he's definitely one one of, if not the best coach of all time, and he seems to have figured it out. So we'll see. Well, I, I think he's uh, amongst his peers. I think he is considered the best, and I mean, I think rightfully so. You know, after six championships and. Yeah, one of the top defenses year in, year out. Right. You kind of do have to say, all right, I mean, Belichick is the top dog. You know, he is the, you say he's the Phil Jackson of, of yeah, the NFL I mean, or, you gonna, know, Red Arback, whatever. Yeah, if you're, if you're going to say Brady is Jordan, then, you know. Yeah. Bill's got to be Phil. Bill's got to be <laughs> Phil. There you go. So. There you go. Bill and Phil. <laughs> what are you most looking forward to this weekend? Michigan and Ohio State. Oh, for sure, for sure. Looking forward to that game. I mean, um, I, 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 <laughs> I love to see uh, glasses and khaki pants get get his teeth kicked in, man. I'm no Ohio State guy, but I just Harbaugh rubs me the wrong way, man. You talk about a guy who talk about an underachiever. You know, this guy yells and screams and and stomps and blah blah blah, and just no, no, you know, nothing comes of it. Every year they're winning seven, eight games, and it's just another. You Another think, lost season for them. You think if Michigan loses, they're out of the playoff? I mean, they're sitting at number five right now at 10-1. and one. Ohio State, who's sitting at two, also at 10-1. and one. But I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on this stat, but I don't think Harbaugh's ever beaten Ohio State. No, I, I think he's 0-4. He's been there quite a while. So yeah, to yeah, be 0-4 against... <laughs> Against one, you know, it, 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 yeah. Is it even a rivalry game? Not for one team. Not for Harbaugh. You know, it's not. It's not a rivalry for Harbaugh because like, he hasn't dude, won anything. Yeah, it's like man. So, but uh, it's uh, it's just one of those things where if if he don't get over the hump, I don't know how long they're going to keep him around either. So yeah, but to answer your question, though, I I don't I don't know. It, it just depends what happens with those teams below them. You know, some of those guys might knock each other out of the running too. So it's it's tough to tell. I know the Big Ten tends to get an edge when the voting happens. So, you know, I don't want to say no, that they won't make it. But, you know, I guess we'll see. Right now we're sitting at Georgia at number one, Ohio State two, Alabama three. And if I'm reading this correct, Cincinnati at four. Hmm. Okay. At 12-0. and 0. Yeah, see. So but what, what do you make of their 12-0, though? Yeah, well, that's a that's – a, a week twelve and zero. So you know that, uh, like I said, when when those voters sit down in that room or however it is that they do it, and even if they look at a, a Michigan team and then they looking at Cincinnati, don't be surprised if Michigan gets the nod. It's just the way it is, man. If you're going to schedule cream puffs, that's going to come back to bite you. So when you so, play your Tulane's and your Tulsa's, you're yeah, that's just not know. gonna it's just not gonna hold a lot of weight. But that's always the argument. You, know, you put up these teams like Cincinnati. You put them up against an Alabama, an Alabama or Clemson. I mean, and on paper, you're going to go, no way. you know. But are times changing where these odd conference teams are 
creeping up into these top five, oh, I top fours. So. I mean, I think so. I think mainly because kids are starting to see that they can go there and play instead of sitting on Alabama's bench. I mean, so, you have Oklahoma State you know, who's sitting at seven at ten and one. Yeah, and, they have a big game Saturday night. You know, so it, it, it's just I don't know what to make of, like you said, these twelve and zero teams. That I don't know what to make of them. So, to touch on your point, the people that are making up these schedules, do you think it's about time, hey, you might want to throw in? Yeah, you're going to have to throw. Even, you know, even if you lose, I mean, maybe a 35-32 loss might weigh a little bit more than a 42-0 to win. So, you know. And, and again, well, I, and I think we're going to see that. I think it's inevitable that the uh, playoff picture gets expanded to at least eight. So, maybe it'll solve itself. And then the debate will be, you know, team nine and ten should they get in so i agree it's, it's never gonna end but yeah man just just schedule if, if they agree to the big boy agree to the game then you know play it you never know what happens sometimes those big boys are afraid to schedule them too they don't want to play them absolutely so oklahoma oklahoma state yep 7 30 this weekend oklahoma sitting at 10 at 10 and 1 so that that's a big game for both it's a big game I mean, you have Michigan State going up against Penn State. Yeah, that's so undercard game. <laughs> yeah, they, they, but there are there are a lot of games this weekend that may make or break this playoff bracket coming up. Um, and we're still at only four teams. Do you feel at some point they're going to have to go? You know what? We got to get to six. Yeah, yeah. We got sure. now. Do you think they'll gradually go six, eight, or is it just all right? We're going from four to eight all of a sudden. Yeah, I think, I, I th- well, yeah, I don't know how. I, I just think eight's the number eventually. You know, then you get all the conferences in there, and, you know, you, then you theoretically have your wild cards, to, so to speak. So I, I think eventually the number gets to eight. Yeah, I think eight will be the, the the number they should look at. And, you know, like you said, to get one of these smaller conference teams in there just so they can – Put their toes in the water a little bit. Uh, I, I, I want to say UCF a couple years ago were yeah twelve and zero for multiple seasons. I believe back to back seasons. If not, they were twelve and zero, eleven and one. But then we saw what happened when they played one of those top tier <laughs> teams and and how that went for them. But we do see that kind of in these bowl games. That again, you you put up Cincinnati against Michigan State in a bowl game. It may not even be close. No. Nope. So, and, and maybe to, to the NCAA's credit, they are not going to push for more than just four teams for that reason. Um, yeah, yeah, but those ticket sales speak, man. So, I mean, but do you really want? That's what. Do you really want to see Cincinnati against Alabama? No, I don't. But I mean, if somebody's willing to pay for it, the NCAA will probably put it on. So, not telling you happen to be. A Philly guy yourself. Philly all the way. <laughs> PA all the way. You're a homer. A little bit. What are your take on the birds this season? <laughs> I will, Dude, we're, we're midway through the point. Yeah. Midway, you know, through the season. Um, Jekyll and Hyde for sure, man. And Jekyll and Hyde and Mr. Jekyll and Hyde himself is hurts. You know, they yeah. go as he goes. Um Sometimes he's like the no 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 oh wow okay that worked that worked so you know um they definitely got you know the 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 easy part of their schedule coming up 
So, I mean, yeah, I mean they, they had Washington couple, twice. Yeah, they got the Giants this weekend. Yeah, the Giants twice. Right. And Dallas. Yeah, that last game might be for something. I think, so. which it, it always is. It always ends up being Dallas and Philly, last game of the season. It's either, you know, first first for the division, possibly a wild card spot. But could you have, are your hopes higher going into week 12 than they were week seven, week eight? Yeah, I mean, at this point now, it's like, okay, well, why not? We're on board. Yeah, it's like, okay, you know. The train is moving. Yeah. Slowly. Might as well just jump on. Might as well jump on. You know, okay, I'd like to watch a playoff game. I mean, I went into the season thinking if they win four games, that's a win. With the picks they have too, it doesn't hurt their no their no. draft stock next year. No, you no. know, so why not go for it? And they've yet to hit the bye week, so they still have time to, you know, get some guys back. Sure, you know, their offensive line is somewhat getting back to to, to what they should right. be, uh, but they're not all healthy. So no. I think the bye week is going to come at a perfect time for them if they can get through to the Giants this week. On Sunday, which they should, but the Giants, we all, you know, we know they can put up. It's a divisional game, exactly. So it, it's going to be a tough one. It always is. But if they can get through the Giants, get to that bye week, come back, and then you're facing Washington again, uh, they can start making some noise, and they can start possibly, possibly, be in a position for that uh, number one. Spot overall in the division. That would be something. <laughs> after you know, after, after what, after, started, after right? how it started, after well, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I'll be honest. My my, I had the Eagles at five or six wins. So for them to be in a position to possibly get the first, you know, for first seed in, in the division, that's that says a lot. I think uh, Sirianni has settled down a little bit. Yeah, I think he, uh, he he got rid of his highlighter that was all pass plays only. So once that, <laughs> that once that thing fell out of the visor, he was he was like, oh wait, we can actually move the ball on the ground here, and you know that helps mask some of the. Why do you think he wasn't going to the ground game early in the season that he is now? Uh, he must be he must love playing Madden or something. I I don't know. I mean, it, it's just like you look, you just you look, and and you can see this guy, you know. It, Hertz was very inaccurate, and you have young receivers. It just wasn't clicking. And and what's the best way to to kind of mask that? Let's run the ball. I mean, you got some some horses on on that O line. Do you think he was falling in love with it with his receiving core? I mean, he is he he came from being a receivers coach, sure in Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, do you, do you think oh we got to get the ball up in the air more? Probably more than the ground. Probably. I mean, you know. It, Hey, we had a guy here for years who, who abandoned the run, and 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 it was just one of those things where it's like you know every once in a while just let's just put it on the ground and see what happens. So, and man, I mean, last week strength against strength, and they just destroyed the Saints. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, hopefully they keep building on that. And hey, the more you run the ball, the more the pass play opens up. So one hand washes the other. Like true Philly fashion, we have high hopes. <laughs> high hopes, man. So, uh, Tone, I appreciate you hopping on the podcast, man. I know you're going to be with us for future episodes, so I can't wait. 
I hope you guys out there enjoyed this episode, episode three of the Sports Grocery Podcast. Uh, shout out to Anchor FM for f- providing the platform. Spotify Podcast, you can find us on there. iTunes Podcast, you can find us on there, or Apple Podcast, I should say. But Tone, I appreciate it. Thank you for hopping on. And uh, Yeah, man, um, thanks for having me. And just in closing, Scottie Pippen is top 75. Um, we can further debate that another the day, but uh, just wanted to get that out there. Quite the prelude for episode four. <laughs> so I right, take it, man. Thanks that for having me, man. Take care.